So we mentioned last night in the Kazari that the idea of Ganeden is not just a Jewish concept. The very name comes from the Psukim. And the idea of Gehinim also is not just it's a Jewish concept, but the word itself. Gave Hinom is the value of Hinom is also a reference to a place which the Torah talks about. Now, even though it was used as a place to burn Tommy things as a Yushalayim, we saw that the concept of Gehinim as a place extends beyond that. As we saw from Chazal, that is uh, referring to an a a entrance in Yushalayim, so to speak, to the possible doesn't really refer to as Gehinim, but refers to as Sha'ol, which is a place of punishment, where Karach landed up when the ground opened its mouth for him, when Yoin originally fell to, when he when he fell off the, uh, off the ship in the, in the ocean. And uh, we want to explain what this means, because the Mesa, we often find Gehinim in terms of spiritual punishment, and there are many different Mephoshim, so explain exactly what the nature of the spiritual punishment of Gehinim is. However, we find a number of times in Chazal also, that Chazal deal with it as a physical entity, as a physical place. And uh, one has to say that because otherwise you don't understand what the Gemara is saying. For example, there's one place that the Gemara talks about the Chamit Tveria, the hot water of Tveria. And the Kashi is admitted to cook with her on Shabbos or not. Because there's a dinner in Shabbos, that water which is heated by the sun, which is called Chamei Ha'or, is allowed to use it on Shabbos. So the Gemara says, what's the dinner of Chamei Tveria? There's the natural hot springs of geese, the water which come out of the ground. And uh, what's making it hot? And the Gemara says, that what's making it hot is the Chalif of Gehinnom. It's going on the Pesach of Gehinnom, and therefore the heat of Gehinnom is heating up the water. And if that's the case, it's not a sun-induced heat, it's a fire-induced heat. So that's a halachid of Gehinnom. Similarly, the Gemara says in the Zorim that why does the sun turn red when it starts to set? We know the sun in the middle of the day, at the zenith, the sun is called white maybe, or it's a blinding, like very bright light. As it sets, it goes red. So the Gemara asks the question, why does the sun turn red, so to speak, just before it sets? And the Gemara is the same thing. The Chalif of Gehinnom, it's reflecting Gehinnom, and therefore the fire of Gehinnom, which is red, is reflected on the sun. So, both of these Gemaras seem to indicate a Gehenna which is physical, a fire which is physical, and therefore the color will affect the color of the sun, or the heat will affect the heat of the water. All we mentioned from the Gemaras that we spoke about yesterday, that there's actually smoke rising from the ground in these places. So, we how are we meant to reconcile the two topics? So, the answer is the same way we spoke about Canadian. On the one hand, Canadian is a physical place. We know Adam Mauritian was there, Adam Mauritian was a physical person. We know that there's rivers which come out of Gan Eden. We know that and we have those rivers. And we don't know exactly maybe what where all of them are, but two, two out of the four we know. One is the Nile River and one is the Pras, which is the Euphrates, which is uh, here, which goes from the north of Syria towards towards Babel, which is today in Iraq. We know exactly where the rivers are. So we're talking about physical rivers. Where the source of the rivers is, and if the rivers have changed direction following the marble, is a different question, but they're there. And if that's the case, the Ganadin you're talking about is a physical place which is a source of these rivers, a physical place which had trees. And even though Adam Harishan was put into the physical Ganadin, which is where Hashem created him in this world, 
That doesn't mean there isn't a counterpart to that in a spiritual sense. Like I said yesterday, the Ramban brings in the end of Sharagmul that when a person leaves his body, there's no reason for his Ruach, which is a non-physical entity, to go to a physical place. And therefore, when we say that the Ruach of a person when he dies goes to Gan Eden, we're talking about spiritual Gan Eden. Except, like everything else in the world, everything spiritual has a physical counterpart. So a makam of spiritual pleasure in Shemayim, which we call Gan Eden, has its physical counterpart here, which was the Gan Eden where Adam was. Similarly, just like we have a Beis Amigdash Shomata, which is the Beis Amigdash here in this world, we have a concept of the Beis Amigdash Shomata. It's a spiritual counterpart of the Beis Amigdash. And this is a Gemara. The Gemara says, Nishba Hashem Shalai Yikonis the Beis Amigdash Shomata, Aitcha Yikonis the Beis Amigdash Shomata. Hashem promised that He won't go into the Beis Amigdash of Shemayim until He can also come back to the Beis Amigdash here in this world. And therefore, as long as there's a Khurban over here, and there's no Besamekdash over here, there's no Besamekdash in, or this Hashem doesn't go into the Besamekdash of Shemaim either. Now, whether these things are meant to be taken literally, obviously not, that the dimensions of the Besamekdash as being a building is something physical, right? it means it's a spiritual counterpart. Just like the Ganadin of Shemaim is a makam of a spiritual nature, it doesn't exactly have trees. It's a spiritual counterpart of, the, of what's created here in physical terms, we have there in Rechnu's terms. When we talk about the Vadim on the Gimel Ikrim, when we talk about this, then we explain exactly what it means. What the trees of Ganadin represent, what the different kinds of fruit represent, what the Etzadahs represent, these all have a counterpart in spiritual, in spiritual terms like we've spoken about. And the same thing, we talk about the Besamein Shalmada. The Besamein here, right, is a connection point between the world and Shemaim. All the physical dimensions of the buildings of the Besamein and all the Kalim there were to connect to different aspects of the, the interaction between this world and Shemayim, and the counterpart to that is the Besamekdash Shomada, which is just the, sp- the spiritual side of the same thing, which means the points in Shemayim which can connect to this world, and if everything has its corresponding net. Yeah. When I talk about these things, it's neither a reflection nor it's a source. It's corresponding. We understand that Shemayim also, the levels above that too. And therefore, as we spoke about the Nefesh Shemayim, there's a, there's a chain reaction of how things come down. And the chain reaction of things go up. And therefore, if we have a corresponding level, the Beis HaMikdash here, which is meant to be a way for us to connect Oretz to Shemaim, how we use things in this world to connect to Shemaim, and how it becomes a place where the, whatever comes down from Shemaim comes down to the Beis HaMikdash and from there spreads out to the world. So that's the, the, on, this, on this side, the connection point. And you have to have on Shemaim's side the connection point also. So it's not a reflection, it's a connection. Which means, what we do here with the Mizbech and bring up Korbanus, the corresponding concept of the Mizbech Shalmaila is the idea which brings down the age of the Mizbech or the Rufus which comes from it. What we do here, on the way up, comes back down the other way. They connect to each other. And it's only by Gan Eden. The Gan Eden over here is, a, a, from the world's point of view, the place which was created ideally before people did various as a Makum to be Nane from, to get Hanal from. The corresponding spiritual Hanal which a person can get, again, which is not in the world of Avera, which means in, after admiration, a person leaves this world, is the corresponding on Eden. And the same thing when it comes to Gehenna. I wasn't going to mention that. He brought it up, I'll explain. There's a Taisus in the Nachas, in the Kofiyot. brings him. I'll explain first a reference he brought, and I'll tell you what he went to ask. Taisus in the Nachas, in the Kofiyot, brings a Midrash. And the Midrash says that the Kohen Gadol in Shemaim is Michal Sarah Gadol. And he's oil of makrif korbanus in the base of of Shemaim, on the Mizbech of Shemaim. And what's he makrif in the Shamas of Tzadikim? There aren't animals in Shemaim. So what goes up on the Mizbech? Michal, the Sarah Gadl, is the Kohen Gadl, he's makrif on the base of 
What's it meant to me? Agav, I'll tell you something which is brought down in the post game. And uh, even though I'm telling you not to have Kavana for this, but it's brought down in the post game as, as a chat in the Twitter. And that is when we say every day in Ritzay. So we say, Ritzay Hashem Rekhen Vamukh Israel of Israel. So very good. Hashem be happy with us in that Twitter. But Hashem is a voider with Virgay Secho. And return the avoided with vir to the best of make dish which was your house. And how do you read the next five words? Reisha Yisrael, usfilasam ba'avas kavu beratam. So usfilasam ba'avas kavu beratam means except that fir is beratam. Where does Isha Yisrael fit in? There aren't any Isha Yisrael now. So it's not like in the place of how you meant to read the words. A lot of places can learn, you read it like this. V'hoshavas avoided with vir ba'isecha ba'isha Yisrael. Return the avoided to the best of make dish and the korbanus. Stop. Now. In the meantime, accept it. That's the general mahalach of how uh, the post can explain what the brach is meant to mean. However, the are post can say that the way you meant to read it is Sick. Return the avoider to the base of Mikdash. And the sacrifices of Klai Yisrael. And it fills the Makal And if that's the case, you're going to ask the question what sacrifices are Shem Bimakal Baratim? We don't have. Today. If we're going to say that we meant to read it, the line of Isha Yisrael, what Isha Yisrael are we talking about? They aren't Kabbalists now. They aren't Kabbalists now. Right? And therefore, uh, if, if that's the case, so we can't say now, be Makabal Kabbalists, but they aren't any. So some of the Akhrenim are Messiah the Stasis in Menachis. And they say that they're Kobanis now also, because Michal Saragazal is doing Makrif Nishamas of Yisrael. So those are the Isha Yisrael, the Kobanis are Kal Yisrael. Now what does that mean? What does it mean? What does it mean that uh, there's a concept of Kobanis of Kal Yisrael? And why is it a Mizbech, Shomalo, to do that? So I'll tell you a Peshat I heard from both of these Yisraelis. Shem Revi Sakotna. Revi Sakotna. I heard it from his son of Yannison, it explained this concept, what it means. And then the code is like this. There's, like we said, there's a number of levels we talk about, starting from the level, let's say, if you understand the Kodesh Baruch until the level of this world. There are a number of levels. There's a process of going up from level to level, and the process of coming down from level to level. Right? And therefore there's a concept of what we call Aliyah Salamas, a person can go up to a different level or bring things up to a different level and it can correspond to that as a concept of something coming down. Now, we, those of us who learned Nefesh Shechaim, this is Nefesh, we've spoken about this the whole time, right? that the, the human being starts from the level of where his actions are, which is the physical side of the person, and the Mason he does reaches the level of the above the Kisya Kavad because that's where the Shari Shavis Nesham is. But that's when a person's alive. When a person's alive and he spans the whole gamut of the Elamas, so a person's Mason here will have an effect at the shorish of where the person's neshama begins from, which is above all these levels, above the case of COVID. Now, however, when a person dies, so now that chavila, that connection of all the elamas in the person, disintegrates. The body stays down here. The nefesh goes to one level up to where, where to the koshamayim. The neshama goes to a higher place where it's meant to go to. And now everything, instead of being connected in one human being, who can influence everything at the same time, now this, this disintegrates, so to speak, that connection, and each thing is in a different realm. If that's the case, 
just like the idea of the Mizbech here, is by bringing Karbanus, we're being minus something from our world to the world above us. That's the that's our opportunity. How do we bring things up to Hashem, so to speak? So we have Tefillah, which is being, bringing ourselves up, if you can call it that. But the idea of being Maile, Karbanus, bringing them up, doesn't just mean putting them physically onto Mizbech, it brings being Maile, the concept of the Karban, up to Shemayim. So the idea of a Mizbech, the idea of a Karban, or specifically an Oila, is being Maile something. It's bringing up to a high level. The same thing happens on the spiritual sense, with the person's Nisham. And that is when a person's Nisham is at a level where it's meant to go up another level, from the level where it is to a level higher than that. And there's a similar concept of being Maile to a higher point. And that's what we're talking about in this Be'ak Shemayla. It's not that a person's getting burnt. It's a way of being Maile to Shaman to another darga. Kav Shemayti B'Shem Rufutna. What it means is in the whole Salah Godel, which is Maile in Shaman to Yisrael, we think of the Mizbech as something which burns things into ash. That's the body of the animal. That's not what we're interested in. But it's being Maile the Nefesh of the animal. And exactly the same happens in Shemayla. So it doesn't mean people get burnt. It means that they get ne- it's a way of bringing them up. It's like, so to speak, a way to connect them to a higher level. And to what we saying before. Therefore, the best Midrash Shemayla and the best Midrash Shemayla, what I said before, they correspond to each other. It's the same concept. It's the connection point between the Lamas. It's a connection point between Lamas that just like in every dimension has the ability to be Maile things to Olam above it, same thing in the level above. You can be Maile things to Olam above that. That's the best Midrash from the corresponding best Midrash in Shemayla. Now, the Gemara calls the Besa Mikdash, using the Pazak and Shashirim, the Gemara calls the Besa Mikdash the neck. Tzavarech, the Migdal David Tzavarech. Your neck is like the Migdal David, the tower store built, which is the Besa Mikdash. What's the symbolism of the neck? Why? The Mazaf Pir neck. So, the Farshim explained that exactly as he said, the active part of a person is his body. He wants to walk, he wants to do things, he wants to move. The active part of a person is his body. His head is where the, is the planning, decision-making part of him, which he can plan what to do. The connection point between the machshava and the maisa is the neck. That's what connects the head to the body. The idea of the Besamidash being, so to speak, the tzava, Migdal David Tzavarech, is the connection point between um, the world of action, which is here, and the world of machshava, which is in Hashemayim. And therefore the transfer point between them is the best of Mikdash. Now, it doesn't just work one level. It's not just Eretz and Shemayim. We understand that in Shemayim there are also levels. And therefore, the same thing is going to repeat itself on that level. And therefore, there's a level between a high level of Shemayim, let's call it that, and a lower level of Shemayim, and exactly the same thing. If the world of the Malachim is a world of Maisa of Malachim, there has to be a world above that, which is directing that. There will be the corresponding concept of a best of Mikdash, which means a Malachim, which is the transfer point of Elamis. So we have the similar idea in Ruchnius, as well as we have in this world. And that brings us to the last point, which is Gehinnom. The Gehinnom of a person after a Russia, after he dies, is obviously something spiritual, because it's, uh, he's now an Nefesh. He's now just a Nefesh, a Ruach, and it doesn't have a physical side to him. And therefore, when we're talking about the punishment that a person hopefully doesn't want to get, but let's say a Russia will get, after he dies, we're talking about a spiritual concept of punishment. But it has to have a corresponding level in this world too. And therefore, for who? For people who are meant to get punished when they're still alive. And therefore, there's a corresponding concept of Gehinnom here in this world also. And that's why Korach, who went into Gehinnom alive, that to be a physical place which corresponds to that punishment. Yonah, who originally was, when he fell off the ship, fell into the Sha'ol alive, until he died, and Hashem took him back out of it again, right? Well, there has to be a corresponding point in this world for him to go there. And the same thing, which the Apostle is referring to, of the future, where it says in the Um, 
Hashem, Asher Orlai Vitzir, Matanulai Birshalayim, that means that punishment Hashem is going to exact here in this world in the future for the Rishayim, and therefore there has to be the marking for punishment here too. And if that's the case, whatever we understand as Gehinnom, of the post-death Gehinnom, of a Ruchnis nature, it has to have its physical counterpart here for those times Hashem wants to punish people in this world. And therefore we can talk about the physical properties of Gehinnom. The fact that it has a fire, how strong the fire is, the Gemara tells us, it's 60 times stronger the fire as you light. When you light a fire, Gehinnom is 60 times as hot to fire. Right? No, we're not talking about Gehinnom, it's not a physical thing. We're talking about Gehinnom here. And it was hot enough to heat up the waters of whatever or make the sun go red. Right? Agav, this is not such a chiddush. This is not such a chiddush. Uh, we, we, scientifically, we know about such an itzias. Right? When we talk about the earth core, we talk about the heat of molten lava. We're talking about something which is, uh, we're talking about that kind of temperature. 2,000, 4,000, 1,000 degrees it is, and we know it's there. So if I want to know, is there a place which has this burning fire, which will just disintegrate everything, 100%. When you have a volcanic eruption and you see molten lava, what it can do, that's after it's coming to the atmosphere and cool down, but you understand there is such a mosaic of a place which burns and burns at a very high temperature. We have it here in this world. Right? Remember, for chose to punish in the physical world. We don't have too many examples. We have Korach, maybe Yaina, um, maybe the, the, the Goyim of the future. Which it says about them. The Hashem will be the Hine Yoim Bob Boyer Katano. Boyer called Oiserisha Kash. The day will come which burns like a furnace and uh, all the Oiserisha, all those who do bad will be like straw which will go up in flames. So that's almost something here in this world. Okay, we said, so there's a physical concept, a, a corresponding area to this this concept of this concept of the, the punishment of Shemai. I'll go upon him, like I said, it's a, it, the Torah doesn't give it the name again. The Torah doesn't give a name. The Torah always calls it Sha'al. There's a reason for that. That hasn't the time to discuss the seven names of Gehinnom, why that's the one that's always chosen for the Gehinnom in this world, but that's always the name which is used. The word Gehinnom, like the Khazari says, comes from the place outside Yerushalayim, which that was what it was called. And since there was a constant fire burning there, so we use that, the Lashon Mushal, to explain the idea of this constant source of punishment. I'll go that's what I'm going to talk about. What Hashem creates in the high world, Hashem creates the corresponding idea here as well. Right, there's the best in English, like we said, Ganadin, like we said, Gidim, like we said, they all have a corresponding level and it's all for the same reason. Right? It's just the question of reward punishment in connection on the spiritual level or reward punishment in connection on a physical level. Zero Mazar Salikim. People are people. It's true for Malachim too. There's Mal depending which world we're in. There's Rafim in there, world the Khaiz in there, world the Fanim in this world. Depending which world it is, there's a different level of Malachim for that. Is there 